Possum Podcast. Toot toot. How are you doing, Mr. Possum? How was your weekend? I didn't see you all weekend. What did you get up to? Oh, I don't want to brag, Big L. It was pretty great, but I don't want to brag. It's not really what a hero does. Okay, then let's uh, talk about something else then, I guess. Oh, no. Okay, I'll talk about it. I stopped a mugging, Big L. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's just what heroes do. Yeah, what happened? Well, I was on this roof. And I fell off right on top of this guy that was trying to steal an entire cake from an old lady. Uh-huh. So you you took out the guy. Oh, yeah, big time. By falling on him. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that lady was pretty grateful that uh, you got her cake back. Well, I mean... Mr. Possum, did you give her cake back to her? Or did you take the cake? Well, you know, I, I in figurative sense, I really... I took the cake for, like, such a tight robbery stopping... Literally, though, like, I I guess I I took the cake, too. Here's the thing, Big Hell, I cut her off a slice. I'm not a monster, but a hero needs his due. And the possum is notoriously paid in street cake. Okay, so it's like your, that's your cut. Yeah, that's my cut. Of keeping the streets safe. Just need some cake, that's all. Okay. Huh, I'm sure everyone out there can sleep a little more soundly tonight knowing that the streets are safe from cake thieves or slightly more safe from cake thieves due to a guy who also takes most of your cake away from you. How was your weekend? I bet you didn't do nothing tighter than that. Oh, I had a pretty uh, pretty standard, run-of-the-mill, low-key weekend. You know, pretty typical for me. Uh, Is that right? Didn't, didn't get up to much. Did a few chores. Uh, spent a little time with the wife and uh oh and I almost forgot. I had to stop Mr. Domination from uh carrying out one of his evil schemes. Almost forgot, huh? Yeah. Mr. Domination, he sounds like a big deal. Oh yeah, he's one of the big supervillains here in the city. He was uh he was gonna suck all the water out of the Ohio River and ruin the uh the boat parade. Oh man. Stranding all of the good citizens out there in the dry riverbed, uh, miles from their vehicles, causing them sort of an unquantifiable inconvenience there. Plus, uh, killing who knows how many fish. I know how it is, Big Al. Sometimes these villains, they, they get in your way, they get, they're up to schemes, they're doing stuff. I know what's up. It's just like my life, really. I guess we're both just heroes in our own right. You know, me stopping actual diabolical schemes with life and death consequences, and you just sort of fighting a guy that you fell on for a cake. Hey, now... Hold on a minute, Big Hal. Are you trying to say that Big Hal's rogues gallery is tighter than Possum's rogues gallery? Is that what you are saying? Uh, I hope not. Because if you think I'm just falling on cake thieves, you're wrong. I got a deep bench of rogues that I often fight. Okay, all right. Well, you know what? I'd like to hear about those, actually. Because it seems like whenever you talk about something you got into on the weekend, it's just some... Random guy, usually trying to steal a cake or a pie, and you happen to be there because you were also trying to steal that cake or that pie. Whereas I have, like, official, you know, like, my guys have uniforms and stuff. Right. Yeah, well, if you want to be honest about it, my guy had a uniform. He was dressed like a cookie crisp robber. He had that robber's mask on. He had a striped shirt. He's a professional, but I didn't want to sell it like that. But you know what? 
Tonight's episode has got to be about our rogues gallery. We got to be talking about the villains that Big Al and Possum go out there and fight every night. Yeah, I've found lately the villains and supervillains of the world have never been more shameless or more uh, or, or more sort of confident in their diabolical schemes, and I think it's time somebody called them out. Oh, I, I dare to say they're dastardly. Yeah. So let's get into it. Yeah, so when we come back, Mr. Possum and I are going to start talking about our worst villains or best villains. I guess it sort of depends on how you think of it. Big Al, who you got first on your list of rogues? Well, I'm thinking through my rogues gallery of uh, famous Big Howl villains. And I think maybe the first one, if I'm picking my five worst, I think my number five has got to be Mr. Envy. You ever heard of this guy, Mr. Envy? Oh, uh, yeah. This guy is a sort of old-fashioned style villain. He wears a green jumpsuit. And it has the letters NV on the chest, which is very confusing branding. Uh, you know, he's Mr. Envy, but it says NV. So you look at it and you start thinking about what the NV could stand for. Totally. I've seen multiple people ask him if he's just like some mascot for the Nevada Chamber of Commerce or something. But it's just Envy because Envy is his thing. He wears green and he hates on you for all the stuff that you have that he doesn't have. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't think that you deserve He's one of the worst out there. Yeah, he's a hater, and he is jealous. He loves showing up at your moments of success and ruining it for you however he can, or just making you feel a little bit, like, awkward about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Mr. Envy's most dastardly and diabolical moment came recently when he created the knockoff laser. The knockoff laser? The knockoff laser. This is a satellite he controls in space and it fires at stuff and turns it into bootleg knockoffs. Turns actual real name brand products into bootleg knockoffs. So let's say, Mr. Possum, you just got some sick new Jordans, right? Mm-hmm. Zap. Well, now you got Jordans. Jordans. Ooh, that tight members-only jacket you just bought? Zap. Now it's a members-lonely jacket. Ooh, that Mr. Envy. Ooh, that shiny bright red new Audi you got? Zap. Now it's an innie. Oh, <laughs> that's delightful. Toot, toot. Toot, toot. I tell you what, it makes me scared to succeed at anything, Big Al. Yeah, that's the problem with villains like Mr. Envy is, uh, you know, he just, he tears at the fabric of society. He makes, he makes success seem less worthwhile. He does. He does tear at the fabric of society. That's why I want to capture him and uh, launch him into space. Ooh, I'd love that. I guess they'll just land on the moon and put, like, a knockoff American flag up there or something, huh? (laughs) That would be classic Mr. Envy to do that. Just reduce the value of the moon (laughs) slightly. Yeah. Mr. Possum, who's your number five biggest villain? 
Well, we can't talk about the Possum's Rogue Gallery without discussing the spoiler, Big Al. The spoiler. That's that's right, the spoiler. He goes around making food go bad right as you're about to eat it. Uh, does that mean he's like a wizard? Does he have a wand and he waves his wand and the food spoils? Or does he have like, I don't know, maybe like a radiation ray that like deteriorates the food? Big Al, I don't know how he does it. I don't work for the spoiler. These are questions for the spoiler. I just know I'll be sitting down to a nice, shiny brown plop for dinner. In the minute I'm about to drop my head in it, all of a sudden, I look up and this guy with stink lines coming off him says, Ha ha, it's me, the spoiler. Enjoy your supper, possum. Hee hee. And then he runs off. Okay. So it's like that scene in Lost Boys, except uh, instead of worms, it's just, well, probably worms, actually. Sometimes it's worms. It's probably exactly the scene from Lost Boys. Yeah, except that they don't gaslight you and go, it's, you know, Jay, it's just noodles, Michael. They go, oh, it's worms. It's totally worms. Yeah. Now, what did you ever do to this guy? Why is this guy uh, doing this to you? I mean, nothing really. I mean, nothing bad enough to warrant this awful treatment I'm getting. Okay, but it seems like he has a vendetta against you, so you must have done something, right? Hey, now, don't get blamey. Don't be out here kissing the blamey stone. I'm out here living my life, Big Al. Doing my stuff, my hero stuff. Nobody talks to Spider-Man like this when a new villain shows up. Nobody's like, oh, Spider-Man, I saw this hateful octopus robot guy. What did you do? Some people do that. I certainly question how Spider-Man gets all these great villains. I'm not being judgy here, Mr. Possum. I have nemesises too. This is just two heroes talking. Yes, yes, I am a hero. That's very true. All right, fine, I'll tell you. It's not a big deal, but I did do something to the spoiler. I figured. Look, I spoiled the ending of The Sixth Sense, and now he hates me, and he purposefully spoils my food every chance he gets. Well, you know, in your defense, that movie has been out for like uh, 20, 20 years or something. He's had a, He's had a chance to see the movie. I don't think it's a... I don't think it's fair for him to take that out on you. Well, it's kind of a long-standing grudge, Big Al. I mean, I I went and saw The Sixth Sense with him, and I kind of spoiled it, like, in the theater when we saw it together. Oh, when it first came out? Yeah. I just took one look at Bruce Willis in that movie, and I was like, oh, man, this guy is a ghost for jerseys. But in fairness, Big Al, I say that about Bruce Willis every time I see him in a movie. It just happened to be true that time. Yeah, that's true. I have noticed that. We were watching Die Hard, and you the whole time you kept saying that Bruce Willis was a ghost. Exactly. I mean, I still think he's a ghost in that movie. First of all, it says it in the title. He died hard, and now he lives hard as a ghost, you know? Also, how'd he get in that air vent? Ain't no air vent big enough for that hunk. Get in there. It's a ghost. Yeah. It's a ghost. So you think Die Hard refers to, like, He's physically hard. His body is hard, but he's mm-hmm. a ghost. Exactly. Now you get it. Yeah. Now we can okay. watch Die Hard movies together. Now that you agree that Bruce Willis is a ghost in them movies. Don't you think if he was a ghost and everything, his name would be Bruce Willis, Mr. Possum? Oh, you are just a mischievous little elf, aren't you? Toot toot. <laughs> toot toot.
Big Al, tell us who else you don't like. Next villain in my rogues gallery that I'm going to discuss is the logger. The logger. This guy rattles my cage something fierce, Mr. Possum. He's more of an irritant to me than a main stage villain per se. But the logger is this big, strong, lumberjack, brawny, towel-looking guy who would be a formidable opponent if all he was doing was just coming at you and punching you and kicking you and stuff. But what he actually does is he logs you out of all of your apps on whatever technology is around. He's like a very specifically targeted EMP who just makes it so everybody is uh, trying to remember their Postmates password all the time. Oh, my gosh. That may not sound like a big deal, but, Mr. Possum, if you've ever suddenly gotten logged out of something anymore, it's like 10 steps to figure out how to get back in there. Meanwhile, your safety deposit box has been licked clean. Imagine you're Iron Man, and you need Jarvis to target something for you, but suddenly you're logged out of Jarvis, and he's texting you like a two-step authorization code to your phone, but you're logged out of your phone now as well. Mm-hmm. The logger stinks. It's a, one of the most annoying people to be around. I mean, it, it's that's a tricky villain. I mean, how do you even fight that guy? You have, you'd have to be the password, and you just know everyone's password. But no one's going to be comfortable with the password man walking around because he, <laughs> he just knows too much stuff. Yeah, that's a hero I don't think anyone would be comfortable with. Right. The guy who knows all of your passwords. He just shows up, like, door to door. He's like, hey, I'm Password Man. I just need all your stuff because there's a guy that's logging everybody out, and you're going to need help later. And you're like, no, get off my porch. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm encrypted. Yeah, he's going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm encrypted. And you're like, so what? You sleep in a tomb. Who cares? I'm not giving you my passwords. You get it? Oh, yeah, I get it, Mr. Possum. Do you enjoy it? Uh, I mean, we were talking about something serious, and I feel like you just sort of made it absurd and silly. Yes, uh, but I do feel that I am owed a toot. Okay, toot toot. Toot toot, thank you. Mr. Possum, I think it's time to hear your number four worst villain. Ooh, we gotta talk about Foot Guy. Foot Guy. Yes, Foot Guy, one of the nastiest villains in the Possum Rogues Gallery. Now, are you talking about the, uh, like that Jubilee toe, the mascot from those Super Bowl commercials? No, I'm talking about Foot Guy. Look, Big Al, this guy's a problem. His head is a foot. Okay. It's a foot with eyeballs and a mouth. But his teeth are toenails. And he smells like a sour old foot. Okay. Here's the crazy part. His feet are heads. They're like half-deflated soccer balls, and he walks all funny. Wow. I actually feel bad for this guy. I'm not sure what. I, I, I feel like maybe you should be helping this guy out. Oh, come on. Hey, that's just what he looks like. I'm painting a picture, okay? I'm not saying that's why he's a villain, but it, to to kind of glaze over the details that, of what his body looks like would be weird. Yeah. So I got to tell you what Foot Guy's thing is. Now, Foot Guy and I have problems because he keeps headbutting me. That's why I don't like him. He keeps headbutting you. Yeah. With his... With what? You said his heads are on his legs. Is he kicking you? Well, well sort of. Uh, sort of? Yeah, sort of. Which one? I mean, he's headbutting me. I don't like it. Foot guy's really bothering me. No, but I mean, is he kicking you or is he headbutting you? My God, Big Hal, does it matter? This guy's bugging me. Yeah, I think it, I think it kind of matters because I'm just trying to picture in my head whether he is coming at you and extending a leg hitting you with his head, headbutting you, or whether he is kicking you with what is on top of his body, his head. 
Oh, you know what? Just just forget I brought it up. Just leave me alone, Big Al. You know, you'd make a terrible police detective. You really shouldn't question victims like this. I'm the victim. I mean, I'm the hero here. And he just keeps headbutting me. Yeah, well, if I was a police detective, I would need to know where the contact occurred and what they used to make contact with you. Oh, so, yeah, right. That's terrible. Can you imagine? I got I got attacked by a karate guy. And they were like, was it a roundhouse or was it a jump kick? Did he chop you? You don't ask a victim like that. Just say, I'm sorry the karate guy bothered you. What do you look like? That's all you got to do. And then I'll be like, well, this karate guy had a foot for a head and a head for feet. And they would say, and which one of them then uh, ran into you? And then I would say, just leave me alone. Okay. Sorry I came to the police office. Big Al, what you got next on your list? All right, we're starting to get into the main show of my main bad guy villains. And this is the Coral Cowboy. He's a big old cowboy made of coral. Like ocean coral, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Which means he is both abrasive and unpleasant to come into physical contact with. And he's also... Heavily protected by numerous international aquatic conservation treaties. Mm. It is a violation of international maritime law to punch this feller. Oh, man, it's like Lethal Weapon 2, Big Hal. It is. It's exactly like Lethal Weapon 2. He's talking nonstop trash in your face. He's scamming you out of all your money. He's giving your girl a pinch right in front of you. What can you do about the coral cowboy? Ooh, does he have a cowboy hat What's made out of coral? Yeah, he looks pretty dope, I gotta say. He yeah. he looks amazing. Is it pink? Is it a pink cowboy hat made out of coral, Big Al? It's got a pinkish hue to it, yeah. Oh, man, that's that's tight. I gotta say, I'm sorry you don't like him, but that that's tight. Now, does he headbutt people with that pointy hat? I mean, he doesn't really do anything. He doesn't, uh, he just takes what he wants, and nobody's allowed to mess with him because of, uh, you know, environmental protections. Does he have, like, clothes made out of coral? Is his whole body pointy? Or is it just like a shell underneath cowboy clothes? Oh, no, the, the clothes are coral as well. The whole thing's coral. Oh, that's to die for. Yeah. Like I said, he looks cool. He sounds cool, too. I mean, he's protected. I mean, if I had all that kind of immunity, I'd probably behave just like him. Yeah, I'm not sure what to do about him. Well, coral is notoriously strong. Have you ever tried joining him? Joining him? Yeah, just being his assistant, helping out. Devoting my life to the whims of the coral cowboy from here on out as a means of overcoming our conflict. Yes, that just because he looks cool and stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, so I'd be like, I'd be the number two in his posse. Technically, you'd be the number three. 
Just because I'd be number two. I would be lobbying and groveling real hard to be his top assistant, Big Al. Okay. So you're going to become the Igor to the Coral Cowboys Dracula. Yeah. And you can be Igor Jr. All right. Doesn't that sound cute? I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Both of us are needed out there on the streets to protect regular, everyday people. Mm -hmm. And you're talking about selling us out to one of the most dastardly, horrible, shameless villains known to man, the Coral Cowboy. Boy, you sure talk a lot, Igor Jr. You sure talk a lot. Why don't you go rustle me up some kelp? The Coral Cowboy has a hunger. Mr. Possum, what is your number three villain? Ooh, this one's dangerous. We gotta talk about the plop. The plop. The plop. It's like the blob. You ever seen the blob or that big old pink thing? Yeah. Just kind of swallows people up and ingests it, and then it gets larger and larger until it's a big problem for everyone? Yeah. Well, the plop is a lot like that, but it's it's not a pink thing. It's a casserole. It's kind of like a mound of stuffing that thirsts and hungers and crawls across the earth to spread and stuff. Wow. It's a bit of a crawl-serole. Mr. Possum, that, is, that, that description is making me hungry, I gotta say. I'm, my, my tummy is a-grumbling a little bit. Well, you know, as far as getting swallowed up by big old city-sized monsters, I mean, this is the way to go, because you can have a bite while you're getting eaten. Yeah. It's not bad. I've had little chunks. And I gotta say, I've been hungry enough to where the thought of being like a hash brown casserole seems pretty satisfying. Mm -hmm. Satisfying is it, you know. I mean, this casserole eats you, and then you become the plop. Yeah. And, you know, as far as, like, brand recognition, it's kind of like a free billboard for your stuff, because it's like, there's your face on the edge of the blob, you know, kind of walking around, and it's there's you, and it's like, hey, I remember Hal Dottie. I should buy his record. Yeah. But, you know, you're part of the blob now. So you're recommending I go walk into the plop? It's free advertisement, baby. You might get a spot on the outside where people can see it. My luck, I'd be right there in the middle. I don't think I'm going to do it. I don't think I'm going to join the plop, Mr. Possum. Think about it. Just think about it. I mean, I've got a lot of ideas that you've ignored, but that's fine. Just think about it. Anybody out there wants free advertisement for their face or for their brand, let this casserole over you. A lot of heroes have interesting relationships with their villains. Mm -hmm. But I have to say, I don't think I've ever heard a hero do quite so thorough a pitch uh, for the interests of their villains, as you just did for the plop. Well, we all have our strategies. I can't fight this thing, you know? Nobody will sell me a weapon. Right. I'm a possum. So I kind of just have to kiss its butt and hope that it doesn't plop me. Yeah, you just want enough people sympathetic to you to get sucked up into this thing to maybe it would become your friend. I'm a very powerful superhero, but sometimes you gotta know your limits. And there ain't, there ain't no fight in the plop. We are back. Big Hal, who you got next on your list here, buddy? Uh, Batman, Mr. Possum. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're talking about our list of most evil villains, and you're listing Batman? He's a hero. No, no, he's not, Mr. Possum. Not where I'm from. 
Batman's no hero. Batman is number two in my rogues gallery of villains. He may be in other people's pantheons of heroes, but for me, he's a villain. I don't know, Big Hell. I mean, he's got an outfit. He goes out there. He fights crime. He's on the rooftops. He's got a grappling hook. He's stopping stuff the Joker does. He's a hero. Well, tell that to my back alley craps game, Mr. Possum. He's always coming through there, busting it up, throwing us off of roofs, saying, I'm Batman, blah, blah, blah. He's the worst. I had to double park my truck the other day to rescue some children from an evil movie theater that was hypnotizing people. It's a long story. But I come out, Batman is there writing me a ticket for double parking my truck. I was like, where were you when there's a guy with a glowing orb for a head zombifying people in this movie theater? You're out here doing volunteer police work. I'm sick of him. I'm sick of Batman, honestly. I don't even understand where his authority comes from, why I have to pay this ticket that he wrote on just like a piece of paper that says Batman at the top of it. I mean, this guy has a billing department. What happens if you don't pay the parking ticket that Batman left? I feel like he probably shows up in a cloud of smoke and punches your face in. Man. That seems like, that seems like that's what he would do. Dang, that's trifling. You call to find out how to pay this ticket. And they put you on hold, and you got to listen to that music for oh, yeah. like 20 minutes. You know that music, Mr. Possum? No, not that music. Oh, yeah, it's like... It's got that fat beat on it. I like being on hold. I'm, of course, referring to the music that's like, that goes, I mean, I'm talking about that. Oh, You got to listen to that for like 20 minutes. And it gets so old. Yeah. He needs that good stuff, that good whole music. You know, where it's like, Bang, 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 bang. That stuff's good. I like being on old. It's fun. Mr. Possum, I think it's time for your number two worst villain. Well, you're not going to like this, but I got to I gotta call out a nasty organization of villains that have just got to stop. I'm talking, of course, about the Hungry Boys. You know how when you just can't finish a meal and you've got that last bite left on your plate, but you don't want to waste it, and there's no room in the fridge to put it in a tub, and then you get on the phone and you call the Hungry Boys and you send out somebody in a snazzy uniform to come scarf them foods and they charge for it? Yeah, I know who the Hungry Boys are, Mr. Possum. Yeah, well, I hate them. You hate them? Yes. Okay, but the Hungry Boys perform a very necessary service in our society. They uh they eat all of our leftovers. They they eliminate food waste. I mean they're heroes in their own right, you know? No. No, they're not. They chase me off with actual brooms when I try to eat the leftovers before they get there. And I do it for free, Big Hell. I'm trying to save people money. Yeah, but that's their job. That's their live that's their livelihood. So I suppose if you think about it, to them, you're the villain. Ooh, super big thought there, Big Al. How profound. How profound. Okay, I'm just saying. They're dressed up all nice. They arrive in a car that has a logo on it. They are. They have an official role to play. And you're this nasty, oversized possum monster who who's, seems to just be stealing their job. 
Careful, Big Hell. Careful now. I don't know if you're just playing devil's advocate or if you're hankering to become a hungry boy. But either way, you're talking yourself onto my own rogues gallery here, and I don't like it. You watch your mouth. Oh, so I'm sorry. You, so I'm committing a thought crime right now. You're saying I shouldn't be allowed to question the role of you versus the hungry boys. Yes, that's what I'm saying, and I don't appreciate thought crime either. It's crime. I don't like it. Yeah. What's the top of your list? I'm dying to know. All right, this is definitely my biggest nemesis. This was, there was no question this would be my number one. Mecca Howl. Mecca Howl. Mecca Howl. It's a big Howl Dottie made out of robot stuff. And he's programmed with my exact personality and interests. So just think about this, Mr. Possum. Every time I go to a concert, Anytime there's an event I want to see, Mecca Howl is there. Heck, if I get the random craving for a Penn Station teriyaki chicken sub, he's usually already there ordering one as well. I'm sick of this guy. Hmm. Well, I gotta admit something, Big Howl. I haven't been listening to you. As soon as you said Mecca Howl, I just wanted to say, Becca Mecca Howl, Mecca Howly Hoo Hoo. Yeah, okay. You like that? Sure. From, from Pee Wee's Big uh, Playhouse? Yeah, it's fine. So what was you saying? All right, you got this robot that's kind of cramping your style. I mean, who made it? Who did, who created it? Oh, I made him. I'm, I I put him together. Really? And biggest mistake of my life. See, I thought it would be cool to have another me around, Mr. Possum. A big robot guy with my exact personality. We would get along so good. You know, we'd never argue about anything. Hmm. But then I turned him on, and he just talks and talks, and talks. Hmm. He never says anything interesting. Hmm. He doesn't listen to what other people around him are saying. Uh-huh. He interrupts everybody all the time. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah, it's awful. It sounds familiar, I gotta say. It is, he's just a, a piece of his daddy, ain't he? It's terrible. So I decided to take him out, but I guess he also has my sense of self-preservation, so I f I've found it very hard uh, to get rid of him. Hmm. It's unfortunate. Now, seems like you're asking old Mr. Possum for advice on how to take down your number one villain. Is that what I'm getting here? Sure. Well, I mean, so he's just like you. So he's got the same strengths and the same weaknesses, yes? Uh, I suppose. I suppose so, yeah. Sure. So I guess, I, I mean, I could give you a list of your weaknesses just so you can exploit those to take down Mecha Mecha Howl. But the thing is, I would have to say your weaknesses on the radio. Oh yeah, we don't want to do that. We don't want to give uh we don't want to give our villains that much ammo against us. Right. I mean, for example, I could say, you know, try punching him in the stomach cuz you know, regular Hal's got trunk rot and he's just got, mm. you know, real weak core and that's just like the the part that you punch, you know, to get him to go down for a long time. So I, I'd say that punch Mecha Hal in the stomach, you know, for example, for starters. Okay. Well, I kind of wish you hadn't said that. Kind of wish you hadn't mentioned my trunk rot yeah. on the radio. I bet you do. I bet you do. 
Well, Mr. Possum, what's your number one villain? My number one villain goes by the name of Crumbles. Crumbles. Yeah, Crumbles. Crumbles is his little dog who kind of lives outside in somebody's yard. He won't stop barking at me. I think it's a chihuahua. Okay. I think they call it a chihuahua. So just a dog. It's a dog named Crumbles, and he's hateful as all get out. And the owners don't keep Crumbles on a leash, and that fence is practically falling apart, Big Al. And this little guy has needles for teeth, and he likes to chase me. He's fast. He likes to chase you, and he's fast, and he's a dog. Have you tried just playing dead, Mr. Possum? <laughs> of course. Of course. Oh, good idea, Big Hal. Great. Just profound again. I mean, typical human man. Literally suggesting a survival mechanism that was built in by, I don't know, decades of nature to a wild animal. Yeah. Yes, I've tried playing dead. Probably more than decades, I would say. At least. I know how nature works. Decades upon decades of evolution. Okay, so you've tried playing dead. So what happens when you play dead? Well, just to clarify, there ain't no faking it. You know, when I play, I gotta do it. It just happens when I get scared. I got to believe in it for it to happen. So I just kind of black out when I'm cornered by Crumbles. That's what happens. And most of the time, I wake up in his doghouse, and he's spooning me, Big Al. Oh, wow. Crumbles. Spooning me. That doesn't sound that bad, Mr. Potts. Maybe not to you, but you gotta understand, Crumbles wants me as his dog toy. Something that he can abuse and pull the stuffing out of and shake around with his stupid little head. It's a good thing I've got rock-hard abs, Big L. Or else Crumbles would have gutted me years ago with them little teeth. Okay. All right, well, now I'm starting to think you may have exaggerated how sharp Crumbles' little teeth are if you're crediting your quote-unquote rock-hard abs as the reason he hasn't gutted you. You got the abs of a Care Bear, my friend. (laughs) Podcast. Two, two.